Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets focusing on your future and not fake friends. Last week, I was able to discuss some key issues some higher education students experience as it relates to their relatives not supporting their higher educational goals and how it can be so hurtful. But now I want to address so-called friends who deliberately don't support you and your goals, and for the sake of this podcast, your higher educational goals and pursuits. Have you ever experienced a situation where you were working on a goal and you were surrounded by friends who you thought supported you, but when you achieved that very goal, their true colors about you were revealed? Now, you thought everything was fine, but a shift takes place when you least expect it. And the very ones you thought supported you, they didn't. And sometimes it is revealed immediately after the goal is achieved, or it comes sometime later. But it still shocks you when you think about it, because you realize, you know what? The Holy Spirit told me this before. I even got here. But I dismissed it. You begin going back in your memory bank, realizing, wow, these unsupportive quote-unquote friends, they were looking at me sideways, and when I caught them, they tried to make it look like they were getting the eyelash out of their eye, and when I did hear them say some type of rude gesture or comment, I addressed them on it, and they swore that they were talking about something else or somebody else. But now you look at it like, you know what, I knew the whole time. And for the higher education student who is about to graduate or you're making aims in college and you're doing a great job, first of all, great work, but get ready because some truths will be revealed about the very ones who you thought would be supportive of your academic achievements, and then it's revealed that they truly aren't. Remember, it will not be everybody. It won't be everybody in your circle. It won't be everybody in your tribe. And this might only apply to a few people you might know. And if it doesn't apply to anybody you know, praise be to God. But in the event it does happen, what is your game plan? And shoot, praise God when it does happen. Because now the Lord has shown you who is for you and who is against you. So God gets the glory in either situation. But what is your game plan when you graduate from college and you invite your quote-unquote friends to share in that momentous occasion, and it's revealed that they can't support you, they won't support you, and support from them was never their intention. Now, I'm about to give you some scenarios that I've encountered, and I want you to just think about those and Just think, how would you deal with this if I was about to graduate or I did graduate and something like this happened to me? How did you handle this? How did it come about when you realized, man, I don't really, these people are not my friends. They don't support me. They look for me to support them, but they don't support me. And it happens to a lot of people. It happens to a lot of people. And this is not to talk about so we can harp on the situation. This is just giving you scenarios for those who are about to graduate on what to do if this happens. How do you handle it? For example, 
Let's say you invite a friend to graduation, and this friend lives 10 minutes from where graduation is taking place. And graduation begins at 9.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and they call you while you're in the commencement exercise. So graduation is going on, and they call you at 10 o'clock a.m. So you're thinking they're calling you because you see everybody in the audience blowing blow horns, beating drums, yelling at their family, look up here, we over here, yay, congratulations. You think your friend is calling you because they want you to know where they are in the arena. So you pick up the phone at 10 o'clock. Remember, graduation started at 9.30. And they tell you, you know, congratulations. And you ask them, okay, yeah, where are you? And they tell you, well, I'm not there. I had to go pick up my friend from jail. And you ask them, okay, so what time is the friend going to be released? They tell you 4 o'clock p.m. And you ask them, okay, what jail are you picking them up from? And they say, it's 15 minutes from my house. So you calculate the distance and time and realize, wow, not only could you have shown up to support me, you would have had enough time to go pick up that very friend who stole your money stole that significant amount of money from you, who you were crying to me about. Or let's move to another scenario. You invite a friend, quote-unquote, friend to graduation, and you let them know the time, the date, and they said they show up. And you get a text saying, you know, I came, and I'm just so proud of you, but I left because I just wanted you to just be able to spend that time with your other friends and your family. So I just left right after they called your name. So the next day they call you and say, you know, I would like to meet up with you because I really want to give you this graduation gift I got you. So you meet up with them and they gave you, let's say they gave you a fake Tiffany necklace in a white bulky box with no inscription and no bag. And when they hand it to you, you're asking, okay, so why is this Tiffany necklace in a white box? Where's the nice teal blue box? You know, with the white ribbon, where's that at? Oh, yeah, um, I don't know where that box is or the bag. Uh, I just had to, um, I don't know, but I got a box out of my car. I just wanted to give this to you. I, re- I just really wanted to give you this gift. So then you go home and you show your mama this necklace, and she tell you, Nitra, Nitra, you know this necklace ain't for real. Now you know this necklace is fake. Why would a fake friend get you a real necklace, Nitra? So then you go to the Tiffany store, and they assess the necklace, and a security officer tells you, ma'am, come with me. And the manager of that Tiffany store in the Houston Galleria tells you, ma'am, this is a counterfeit. And I was going to ask you some questions about this, but I can tell that you had no idea. So let me show you what a real Tiffany necklace looks like, ma'am. See, what you brought in here was sloppy. The links are massively larger. The loops are not oval. The chain is too clunky. And this is what a real Tiffany necklace looks like, ma'am. And when you look at the necklaces side by side, you see it as apparent as night and day. And then the manager of the Tiffany store says, Unfortunately, ma'am, we will not be giving you this counterfeit necklace back because we have to submit it and report all counterfeit products to the corporate headquarters for testing, feedback, and quality control. Let's say you're in another scenario where you invite a friend to graduation and this friend also tells you, hey, I came to graduation, but I just had to leave early. Um, But I did see you. 
and you just ask them, hey, where did you sit? Now, they're on the phone with you, but when you ask them specifics of where they sat in the arena, the phone just automatically disconnects or somebody hangs up, and then they text you back with the location of where they were sitting in the arena. You're like, oh, well, okay, it matches. And then approximately six months go by, and they call you, and they say, hey, what's the address to the school that you graduated from? Because I want to do a program and registration is today, so I need some help on how to get there. And you say, oh, you've never been to the campus before? No, no, I've never been. So you give them the address. And then they ask you while they're on the campus with you on the phone, yeah, where is this particular building at? Because I have to go in there and sign in. And they name the building, and that's the building that you were in when graduation was taking place, when they said that they were there and they left early. So they're asking you, yeah, where's that building at? And you tell them how to get there, and they're walking in, and they say, oh, wow, this building is so big. This is a nice, this is where they play basketball. I mean, this campus is something else. And then you say, so you've never been in that building before? No, I've never been here. So nothing looks familiar? No. Today is my first day ever stepping foot on this campus. Well, let's say you invite a friend to graduation and they call you during, I call it hiding behind the hype. So you're hyped up about graduation, it's exciting, and they call you when it's getting close to the graduation exercise ending. So they call you during that time. Then you call them back. And they say, I didn't see you at graduation. You know, where were you? And if you hyped up, you're telling them, oh, I was sitting on this side and I was doing this. And you're giving them all this information. Mind you, the reason they didn't see you because they didn't show up. They weren't there. And then they tell you, yeah, you know, well, I didn't see you. So where are you going to eat at? Because we're on our way over there right now. See, they didn't support you at graduation because they didn't want to see that but they want to go benefit from the meal at the party to give this fake illusion that they're on your team, but they're just using you. They're using the momentous occasion, hiding behind the hype, so they can benefit and get a free meal. Or let's say you sent graduation invitations to so-called friend, and they just tell you flat out, Yeah, I received your invitation in the mail, and I opened it. I read your name, and I became very upset because it's like you're trying to show me what I'm not doing and what I'm supposed to be doing, so I'm not going to be able to make it. Or let's say you have a friend who claims to be your BFF, your best bud, your best friend till the end, your A1 since day one. And they tell you that they will not be able to come to your graduation because they're going out of town to their husband's family's event. And you're not tripping about that. you okay. But then they call you because they told you they were going out of town from Friday to Monday. But they call you Sunday, the day after graduation, saying, hey, what's up? You want to go hang out? Because they forgot what they told you. They just said something to get out of the fact that they were not going to show up to your graduation. And what do you do when you have a friend who doesn't support any of your educational endeavors and they just tell you, 
I mean, are they just giving degrees away or something? Because how can you, you, get a degree? I mean, how are you getting this? I mean, or they're just very dismissive. Or let's say you invite a friend to graduation and they tell you that they're coming, but they don't show up. And then you find out that instead of coming to your graduation, they went to somebody else's graduation that they literally just met a week ago. I mean, and they drove out of town to go to this person's graduation. So that kind of stuff speaks volumes. Now, it does make you upset at first when you encounter that because you're thinking, wow, I supported you in your endeavors and everything you had going on educational-wise and personally. But when it comes to me, I'm an afterthought. Not just saying me. This happens to countless people. But it's very eye-opening when somebody reveals to you through their actions what they really mean or what you really mean to them. And one thing I want to encourage you not to do is to dismiss what people are doing and showing you for the sake of, well, I mean, they didn't do that. They didn't mean that. I mean, we've been friends for 20 plus years. That doesn't mean anything. If people don't want to support you in any goal that you pursue, especially if it's a God-honoring goal, that is so loud and clear. And what are your next steps when you figure out that somebody doesn't support you who you called a quote-unquote friend? What do you do? Do you yell at them and tell them, I've been supporting you, why aren't you supporting me? Do you cry to them saying, I mean, I thought we were friends and you never support me. Or do you continue to support them when they're showing you they're not supporting you and you show up to all the events and everything they have going on hoping to buy their approval and affection and validation? Mm-mm. Do you continue to support them by giving them gifts? Do you spend your hard-earned money on somebody who doesn't support you, the money you now make by the grace of God who blessed you with that job that you needed with that very degree, that same degree where you were going to school and you invite those very friends to your graduation to support you. Do you give them some of that money? Mm-mm. Do you go to social media and put posts all over your social media pages and tagging these fake friends saying that they're going to be exposed and real, recognized, real, a fake friend is one who won't support you. They smile on your face and they talk down behind your back. Do you do all that on social media? I advise that you don't. And do you try to convince people, the very ones who don't support you, do you try to convince them that supporting you is the right thing to do? No. I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. But I encourage you to pray about it. But people will show you who they are. People will show you what they think about you. People will show you what they think is valuable. And what you're doing might be valuable to them, but the fact that you're doing it, they don't want to support you accomplishing any goal. And yes, it is hurtful when a friend, someone you poured into, you prayed for them, you fasted for them, you gave to them, you sacrificed certain things for them to have when they were in need. You shared things with them. You thought they had your best interest in mind because you had their best interest in mind. You went out of your way for them. 
You went out of your way for their children, their family. You tried to make them feel loved, special, valued, and appreciated. But time and time again, as it relates to not only your higher educational goals, but anything concerning you becoming the best version of you, they don't support it, nor do they acknowledge it. It's as if you're an afterthought, or you're a Midas well, or, well, let me talk to you because I'm bored, or Christmas is around the corner, so I want to give, so let me pretend to care for a minute, or my child's birthday is coming up, so let me start calling them so I can start planting these seeds about my child's birthday, and they buy them something. That'd be one less gift I have to buy. I'm letting you know if nobody lets you know, that's not your friend. They don't support you. And I believe you already know who your real friends are because I know you probably get a feeling. You probably can't even explain it. You get this feeling. You get this thought when they come around or they do something or they say something. And you're like, man, what? And you, you dismiss it, but you realize you shouldn't have dismissed it. It's something you need to really explore. And even though it takes time and prayer and constant communication with God regarding that issue, you know something not right. So if anybody's treating you in a way that is disrespectful, unsupportive, and they just keep doing it time and time again, and they're using you, and they want you to be a seat filler for all their events, but they can't even come to your event, anything concerning you, you need to evaluate that so-called friendship. Because some people, they do just enough to prime the pump. They do just enough to get just a sprinkle or a trickle of water where it benefits them and them alone. Because they don't care about benefiting you. They don't care about reciprocity. They don't care about that. It's all about them. And if you're in a situation like that, where it seems like you're carrying the friendship or you're carrying the relationship. And when I say carry, you're the one doing the majority of it. And you're thinking, well, they're coming and they look like they're participating, but you realize it's a trend. Every time you are promoted, every time you excel, every time you complete some kind of accomplishment, they disappear. You don't hear from them. You don't hear from them. Because they don't either want to see it, they don't want to be around it, they don't want to hear it. They just can't deal with that. So they want that that hype to just die down, wait till you move from that, whether it take a week or two, and then they start talking to you again. Because they don't, they don't want to see you on top. And you have to be mindful of a person like that. Now, one thing you don't want to do when you encounter unsupportive friends is not to get caught up and stop living your life and pursuing your dreams just because somebody doesn't support you or they make you feel guilty or they try to make you feel guilty for working through trials and challenges and adversities to get to the other side of success. Anybody like that in your life who wants to make you feel bad for doing a good job they want to diminish the good thing that you've done, or they don't support it, especially if it's a good God-honoring thing, you need to evaluate that. 
And don't get caught up like, oh my gosh, what I mean, that's my friend. We've been friends for, you know, X amount of years, you know. I mean, that ought to mean something. Well, it ought to mean something, but apparently it doesn't mean something to them. So it's time to move forward. You either need to, I suggest, you either need to demote them or put them in the category where they need to be. And when I say category, they're probably not your friend. They're probably just a acquaintance or I used to know them category where they don't have that access anymore to you. Because if somebody can't celebrate you for doing a good job, that speaks volumes. And you shouldn't get caught up looking for people to celebrate you. You got to be so confident in yourself and knowing that God blessed you and God will bring the right people. Whether nobody celebrates me, I know God celebrates me. And God has given me the Holy Spirit to comfort me. And I have God honoring confidence. So I'm going to celebrate myself. Because sometimes people don't support you because of jealousy, envy, insecurities. And they just can't handle what's going on on the inside of you. And sometimes they just never liked you from the jump. They just benefited from being around you and what you provided them. So if somebody tells you that they don't want you, they don't want to celebrate you, and they deliberately time and time again exercise and show you how they feel about you, don't try to convince them that you're a prize and you're a treasure and they should value you. No, let them figure that out on their own because if you really are a prize and you really are a treasure and they didn't support you, please believe that they will figure that out sooner than later. They'll realize what they had, but you've gone on down the road. You can't worry about stuff like that. So don't get stuck when people don't support you. Keep moving forward. Pray for them. Forgive them. And thank God in advance for the new people he's about to bring into your life. They truly value you. Now, you will get through this because God loves you. And with God, all things are possible to those who believe. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Psalm, the 55th chapter, in the 12th through the 14th verse, which reads, Now it is not an enemy who insults me. Otherwise, I could bear it. It is not a foe who rises up against me. Otherwise, I could hide from him. But it is you. A man who was my peer, my companion and good friend. We used to have close fellowship. We walked with the crowd into the house of God. As we read in scripture, David, who is the writer of this psalm, is very distraught because he's experienced trials and opposition from an enemy. But in this case, he's experienced betrayal from the hands of his friend. And he calls him a good friend. See, this person presented themselves as one way, but now we see that it wasn't what it seemed. This friend was with David. They spent time together. They went to church together. They fellowshiped together. They established a relationship together. And David was the king, so this friend was around him when life events were taking place. But this friend betrayed him. This friend deserted him when he was in need of support. This friend mistreated him when he was in need of support, but David stayed in constant communication with God and allowed God to deal with the matter while he talked to God about it. And over time, David persevered through the pain. 
And this serves as encouragement for us because when a friend or a family member doesn't support you, as I said earlier, it can be heart-wrenching, but God knows, God hears, God sees, and God is there to be your comfort because although the pain and the unsupportive acts are there from this friend, you will get through it because you still have purpose. So be encouraged and keep aiming towards the target. And don't get caught throwing pity parties and not fulfilling your goals and your purpose just because somebody chooses not to support you or celebrate you. No, keep moving forward and watch what God does in your life. Because you will be able to serve as a testimony to someone and serve as a beacon of encouragement for somebody going through an issue where they are dealing with so-called friends who are unsupportive. You'll be able to tell them, hey, I went through that. Let me tell you what to do. You are valuable. You are loved. God sees you. And your worth is not determined off of some fake people not supporting you. No matter what they say or no matter what they do, you keep pressing forward. Okay, so everybody be encouraged. Keep up the great work. And if you find a good friend who supports you, make sure you try to stick with that person. Because good friends, good God-honoring friends, they are a true treasure. So thank you for tuning in. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at college underscore success tips where you will see encouraging college tips and updates and feel free to subscribe to this podcast so that I can continuously encourage you in your academic and personal God-honoring targeted goals. Peace and God bless.